Hey, this is John from Geek Elite Media, and this podcast is being brought to you by Cuts by Candace. Candace Gist is a hairstylist that will work with you to get the right look. She uses her 18 years of experience to understand my needs and is the only one that comes near my hair. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of March 2019, and you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candace on Facebook and Cuts by Candace 3 on Instagram and start looking the best you you can. Hey, Mitch! Okay, everyone, I'm here today with Dale Davis. Uh, I, mean, I want to say like we're friends. We've known each other for quite a while. We just really haven't hang out a lot, but we have a lot of friends in common also. Frequent acquaintances. Frequent acquaintances. I like that. That, that, that works out pretty well. Um, I really wanted to get you on here because your art. You're sculpting, you're drawing, you know, you, you kind mm-hmm. of, you, you throw a lot of that on your social media and it's amazing. Like Thanks, you, you have that, there's, well, I mean, you have a few time-lapse, but there's the one time-lapse of like a, a nightmare that you did that goes around the internet a lot. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is actually, um, it was Bored Panda that said that was my nightmare and it actually wasn't. Oh, really? No, it was a, just a concept for Frankenstein's monster I came up with. <laughs> And now, isn't that funny how the internet does that? Yeah. Like someone just grabbed it and just threw a backstory on there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, it was funny reading the comments and stuff on Facebook. Everybody's like, man, what's this guy on LSD? What's this? <laughs> <laughs> He's schizophrenic, but no, nope. nah, it was just a just a concept to come up with. I like to challenge my imagination to try to come up with different ideas of things that already exist, I yeah. guess. Yeah. That was awesome. So... Uh, like and I, you know, uh, our mutual friend Aaron. I, I mm-hmm. saw the the invincible bus that you oh, made yeah, for him. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So, what what were you always into sculpting like that, or? Um, no, actually, I mean yes and no. Um, when I was maybe like seven or eight or something like that. Do you remember that yellow sticky stuff you used to put posters on the wall called tacky? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I used to go around the house and collect it and I have a big ball of it and I would try to make faces in it and everything. So that was kind of where my uh, <laughs> interest in sculpting came from. All and, right. Uh, the concept of being able to do it myself was just seemed so far away. I didn't think I would ever get to do that kind of stuff because I just didn't. There was growing up for me, there was really no Internet. There was no tutorials online. There was no YouTube. So mm-hmm. uh, once I had found uh, the Stan Winston school and <laughs> seeing what they were doing with uh, Super Sculpey, uh, I definitely had to give it a try. But it was actually Aaron that introduced me to Super Sculpey. Oh, wow. Back in the day, so probably back in 2009. <laughs> so, and then I had taken a break from it and then started working on it again once I saw the tutorials for uh, the Stan Winston School. 
So that was just, it's just something that you've picked up and learned on your own. You, you didn't go to school for something like that or not an actual school. Like I said, just like the tutorials and okay. stuff online. So, and I mean, so was 2009 when you first like started doing it more serious as a hobby no, I, or I guess, uh, let's see, 2013, actually June, 2013 was when I actually started getting into it because mm-hmm. Aaron had showed it to me back in 2009 and I just I was interested in it but didn't really grasp it mm-hmm. and uh, eventually uh when my, my roommate who we used to game all the time with we we're always playing uh either Diablo 3 or something <laughs> uh when he uh ended up getting engaged I was pretty much hanging out by myself after that so I started sculpting again and <laughs> killed the boredom and found a passion in it so what I mean, what's the the process of of making something like what what everybody saw on on board panda? Like, how long did something like that take? Um, straight up usually, from concept all the way yeah, to to the end. From concept to the end, I'd say maybe I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. Maybe sixty hours. Okay. About because it's it's kind of hard to say because. I work on it when I can on the weekends and stuff. Then I got to work all week, so I don't yeah, even touch yeah. it. <laughs> Everybody's got those day jobs. Yep. So, yeah, I'm probably about 60 hours, but I've done little things to it here and there since. So, yeah, yeah. Um, is it is it is that a common thing? Is, are you are you always making little tweaks, kind of thing, or are you um, always for certain ones? I'll go back and do little touch ups, like with the Frankenstein monster. I went back and. Uh, redid the pupils and the eyes and stuff to try to make them a little better. And when, now that I'm better at airbrushing, I went back and redid some things that I wasn't capable of back then. So that's awesome. Like what, 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 so what is it that you look forward to when you're making something like that? I mean, is there, is the end product the the thing or is it working on it the most or? Well, I can't paint it unless I sculpt it. Right. So, I, it is the whole process, but I think seeing it come alive with the paint is okay. probably the most exciting. But also making the videos, which I love making videos just as much <laughs> as I love sculpting. So that's, it, it constantly turns into a huge project. And uh, when I can't find the right music for the video that I want, I end up making my own music on GarageBand. So, oh, that's awesome! Also, you just sit there and compose your own music for the videos. Yeah, it's. Not not all the songs on my videos that I've done, but right, a lot of them have. And what kind of responses have you had from your your videos? Uh, positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you have other? Is there other artists out there that are talking to you, or you know, just anybody like maybe looking for tips, or you know? Yeah, um, that's actually something I do try to do is. I do wish that there had been somebody or something when I was younger to be able to teach me how to sculpt someone I could talk to or something, but social media wasn't a thing when I was growing up. So, um, now that we do have that, I try to be that person that I wanted back then. So anytime somebody has questions, I try to answer them as good as I can. So there's quite a few other artists that I'm helping out and there's also a lot of artists that are helping me out. So that's awesome. So you've got yourself a little community that online. Yeah. Uh, what what's some common questions that you get? Uh, the most common question is, what material I'm using? 
So, so what material are you using? Super Skull Man. Oh. <laughs> and I try to put it in all my videos in the, in the title itself. So and I'm still, using this, but yeah. It's still the number one ask question. Yeah. So. Uh, what, well, why is it that you like using that material? Um, I think because you can bake it. You can make a finished product with it. You can... Uh, it turns into like a semi-hard plastic. Mm. Not necessarily a indestructible like they say on the box like if you hit it or scratch it you can still damage it but right <laughs> it's a lot better than oil-based clay or water clay that'll dry out and crack so ah okay so when you're making with the super sculpey is it clay it is it's a polymer based Pol- clay okay. so i'm not exactly sure the <laughs> ingredients in it but <laughs> i think it's like powdered plastic with some oil in it and stuff like that so um what is it that when you're when you're using it is what's the best i guess tool for sculpting out of it um like are you are you cutting away are you sculpting? no you're actually adding on okay um, I, i've been corrected before by some people saying that it's not actually sculpting that i'm doing it's called modeling so well i think but, that's I, yeah. <laughs> it's a little strange but, to nitpick at but i guess yeah i guess the definition of sculpting is like kind of chiseling away and okay. th- like that but so I mean, you're making a sculpture. Yeah. I, mean. <laughs> I, I agree. But uh, so, it, yeah, it's mostly adding on stuff, just pieces at a time all over the place. Then some shaving away and some pushing in. That's why the Sculpey is so nice because you can push shapes into it and not necessarily have to carve it away. Or And are you starting it. off of a base? Like, are you putting, do you have a wire mesh first or something? Or Yeah, well, I'll start with the... Start with my wooden base. Usually, I'll use a wooden base. Sometimes I'll use uh, nothing. Sometimes I'll just try to fashion the armature wire in a way it could stand by itself. But uh, yeah, you start with the aluminum wire. There's lots of different gauges you can get for it, depending on how big the sculpture is going to be. And then you do some. You can do some aluminum foil, or some people. I've seen people use paper and uh, uh, masking tape to wrap it up. But pretty much anything that'll Allow the, the clay form. to stick to it, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, is there a is there a certain subject that you like to you like to to sculpt, or is it is it just whatever pops into your mind? Is uh, I'd say it's whatever pops into my mind, but it's usually monsters that pop into my mind. So. <laughs> I, I can't help it; I've always just been grav gravitationally pulled towards that. And this is, is that, so is that, would you say that's your, your favorite genre of movie kind of thing? Or yeah. Monster definitely. movies and stuff. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? What, what's the, what's the favorite here? Um, I'd say probably my biggest inspiration for when it comes to making monsters is Guillermo del Toro stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, yeah I'm a del Toro super fan. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the movies that he's made. So what would you think of shape of water? Actually, I haven't seen that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, Didn't mean to put you on the spot. That's one I'm behind on. But yeah. I'm like, uh, Kronos and Devil's Backbone and Pan's Labyrinth. I just, I just love the way he completes a full uh, you know, visualization with the cinematography and the storytelling and stuff. So it's usually, especially with Pan's Labyrinth, with the creatures they had in that, it was, mm-hmm. it was pretty inspiring. So that's a uh, great movie maker so I, I i get it i get it um what about some like old school movie uh, monster movies is, is that something you're into you're into like, oh yeah the godzillas you talking about mm-hmm. uh universal monsters yeah let's yeah the 
Invisible Man and Frankenstein's monster. And I feel like the Invisible Man might be an easy one to sculpt. <laughs> I was just going to get a wooden plaque and just say Invisible Man. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do like those old movies, uh, Wolfman and stuff like that. What I mean, so what? What is it that you're doing when when you're sculpting? Do you have a movie on in the background? Do you have music on? Do you? It's usually music. Yeah, yeah. What do you so. what, what are you listening to? <laughs> uh, all kinds of stuff, man. It's uh, anything from uh, was it Amy Winehouse to some satanic black metal. <laughs> 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 it's just whatever my ears want to hear. So, at the moment. so does does that influence your your sculpting at all? Does it does it influence what you're making or is it more you tailor it or is it just whatever's on is whatever's on and whatever i'm doing is whatever i'm doing no because actually there's a lot of times that i'll I'll click through my my whole library of music <laughs> just to try to find something that isn't going to distract me but all at the same time inspire me so, okay uh, furniture music i guess they call it <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard that term yeah. before what's it the... it's just music that uh basically sounds good but doesn't stand out. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, I get, yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, uh, what other mediums is it that, that you like to use? Is it just, is, just the sculpting or just the, no, I, is it, I go through kind of creative dry spells. Okay. So I do spend like this last weekend and this weekend I've been making music, just trying to find another creative outlet and then I'll also make music videos for some friends and then I'll try to draw sometimes and then I just try to keep it um circulating and when a sculpture pops in my mind I'll do it so is uh that um is 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 that normal for you to just jump between the two or the the multis is it, it I mean I guess is it just uh it's, it's becoming normal okay <laughs> <laughs> originally I just wanted to only do sculpting and then I would get frustrated because I just couldn't think of anything else or I felt like I was plateauing, but it's is, interesting how different ways of being creative will help other ways, even though they have nothing to do with each other. So. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask is it, does it help like unclog the, the writer's block or <laughs> it, for me, it's writer's block, but yeah. like just working on something else gets you to open up the other for mm -hmm. one particular thing. Yeah. It was uh, kind of a weird example, I guess it'd be when I'm writing a song, it, starts to evolve in a certain way that sounds a certain way and makes me feel a certain way. And sometimes that'll give me a mental picture of, I don't know, a monster or just some kind of creature or something. So then I'll finish the song and then I'll play that in the background while I'm working on it. So <laughs> Very yeah. cool. They, do you tend to come up with a soundtrack that go to go along with uh, some of your art? Or I do try. I yeah. guess it, it's kind of another way, I guess, uh, Guillermo del Toro is inspiring is how when he creates a movie, it has a full atmosphere, everything, the, mm -hmm. the lights, the cinematography, the music and everything is all, uh, well, it's, I guess all directors and movie makers do that, but to me, he does it the best. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, do you, do you put that all underneath the, the one social media? Do you, do you, do you have a different set for the music? Do you do, um, that you do for the art? Up until now, it's mostly I've just been making the song for the video and not making a big deal of it, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I am actually going to try to re release an album this year of just music. So, no, so what, you could just drop that on me. What are we, what are we talking about there? Are you, are you is it all so electronic? Are you playing a guitar? Are you, you, are you singing like throat monk stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a song that has some. Uh, tuvian throat singing oh awesome <laughs> not for me though but, uh yeah it's mostly electronic just kind of 
weird, dark, electronic, and some not so dark. So, <laughs> when what do you? I mean, to, we are at the beginning of 2019. What are, mm-hmm. what are you talking about when you're going to drop something like that? Um, maybe at the end. No, in the probably, middle. Probably more towards the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Well, hopefully we can <laughs> get you back to talk about that. Yeah, that might be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's that's awesome. Like when you're sitting there, you know, just coming up with the different songs and and making a video for this for that what is it that you're looking for in the end product are you trying to to get it out there for everybody to see is it more for yourself is it um it is primarily for me but at the same time when people watch the videos i want them to feel what i felt when i was making it okay and so i try to convey that whole um feeling or message across with the video so uh, kind of like the my more recent one with the ancient dream giver that I made. I I wanted to put that little story with it to kind of get people completely involved in what the character is actually supposed to be. So, and what 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 is it for? Since this is a uh, audio podcast, you know <laughs> what what would, what did it look like? What was the design on that one? On the creature? Yeah. It was actually just a small little sketch I had done in my book, or my sketchbook that I have with me at work, and it was just a face, and I decided to try to sculpt it, so it's it's kind of got some, I guess, some long mandibles coming off its chin, and it kind of can open up, and it's got some horns, sort of, <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of a skeleton face. So. That's okay. why I'm a visual artist. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> can't do it with words. <laughs> hey, I think that sounded pretty great right there. Um did did so when Board Panda, you know, put your uh, your your video up there? Mm-hmm. Um, did anybody from them like talk to you, contact you? Yeah, they actually their, I guess, PR department or visual marketing department. Somebody contacted me. Okay. So they, I think they had actually contacted me first on my Pennywise sculpture that I did. Oh wow! So that was kind of cool. They, did they just there to say, hey, we're going to use your art? Or did no, they ask? Or? Yeah, they asked. They asked if they could have the permission to share it. And they asked. They also wanted to know who held the copyrights and who filmed it and who edited it and everything. So You were like, me? All me? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, does the, for the idea of like the Pennywise one, um, for people that don't know, which mm-hmm. includes myself, like how does that work out? Like if they, they're asking to, to use that image, but I mean, you created the sculpture but like obviously pennywise is a ip owned by yeah. stephen king or whoever warner I've, brothers maybe now i'm not completely sure there was quite a few people asking me to make more and that was kind of a weird area because i didn't want to get sued by universal or whoever made it yeah exactly so, <laughs> but i think it falls under when you make a one of a kind i think it falls under kind of like a fair fair use or parody or um, okay kind of like a cover song or something like that okay so so, so they didn't they didn't have any uh, insight on that when they were asking to use, use no. it or anything like that. They, <laughs> no, they didn't. That's interesting. Like I, I mean, obviously, I'm a very small um, company or whatever group, whatever you want to call us. But mm-hmm. I, I wondered like what what something like that because you know we, when we post stuff, we're using pictures to I- indicate what story we're talking about. So mm-hmm. I'm just wondering like. Someone gonna be upset or what? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's like, <laughs> I think the internet may be going that way with all the copyright rules and everything. Yeah. But 
We'll see. Hey, you're <laughs> smart. You you make up all your own stuff. So. <laughs> <Try. laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, so what is it that um, gets you through the week, geek wise? What what do you look forward to when you're not creating? Hmm. Probably Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, but a big Netflix person? Yeah, I am, but I think it's usually just Netflix stuff to fall asleep to. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there a show you're binging at the moment? Is There, there is actually the, the Umbrella Academy. It's oh, it's a good show. I was, I was really surprised. <laughs> I started the first episode and I was like, this is goofy. And then... <laughs> Uh, by the time the second episode started, I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I mean, I mean, once again, it's I mean, created by uh, Gerard Way, who's most famously for uh, My Chemical Romance. Really? It, oh yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, the lead for that. I, that's the band, I believe. But like, it, obviously, just like you, like you, know, one huh. creative venue becomes another creative huh. venue. You know, kind of, kind of like he because he created that um, the comic book, and you know, okay. Netflix yeah. made it into a TV show. Um, but yeah. Umbrella Academy is great. I think I'm on episode eight right now. Oh, okay. So. I think I'm at six. Yeah. But. It gets a little bit more crazy. So <laughs> you got that to look forward to. Nice. <laughs> is is nice. that is that a is that a genre you like? Superhero stuff, comic book stuff? Um uh, I guess. <laughs> I was actually kind of sick of all the Marvel stuff for a while just because it was just so much all it the is. time. It's a lot. So I, I got kind of burned out on it and then once I ran out of things to watch, I decided to catch up on it all, and so I'm all into it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stepping away is not yeah. a bad thing, you know. Um, when you're uh, when you're you're writing or not writing, when you're drawing, like, is that always the first step before you you sculpt? Is that like, is is that whatever you're going to be drawing? Is that are you looking like this is what I'm going to make next, or is it just like you're trying it out there? Um, I don't know. It's kind of different i guess each time um sometimes i'll come up with an idea and sketch it out first and then decide to sculpt it way later on or sometimes i'll come up with an idea and start sculpting it and then once i lose direction i'll start uh sketching it out to try to you know just kind of get a direction to go with Mm. do you do it since sculpting is 3d and drawing is 2d do you do you draw all sides of it do you draw in 3d do you no i don't i'm <laughs> i i struggle with drawing as compared to sculpting yeah i actually it's weird i feel like i got worse at drawing after i started sculpting <laughs> <laughs> were you doing that first drawing yeah yeah actually I've, i mean i've been drawing since i was i don't know like a whole crayon but <laughs> it, i plateaued a long time ago with drawing and then once i got to sculpting it just makes more sense in my head when it comes to um, creating stuff so mm. most I'm, most of my drawings are just sketches <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean obviously just getting it out there so you can eventually visualize it so you yeah. can make it that's that's awesome makes a lot of sense it's a so you don't you don't i mean obviously you have it in your head what you want the the statue to look like or the sculpture to look like mm-hmm. and then you try to put it on paper for whatever it comes out but then is it mostly visual visualized or you know come to when you, when you finally get the, the the stuff in your hands um i think it yeah it a lot of times the, the actual visual part of it the actual what it is uh, evolves as i'm working on it cuz i try not to uh stick too hard to my concept 
Oh, okay. I like to allow it to kind of evolve itself. So it's definitely not. It's not always the the, the initial picture that you had in your mind. No, when, by the, the finish. Not. Okay. How often do you do you feel that it's different? Like every time. Every single time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like how different? Like, um, hundred percent different. Recognizable, but different. Okay, that's <laughs> but, cool. Yeah, I, the only that's one reason I tend not to sculpt too many. Um, things that already exist, I guess. Like I've done the Invincible for Aaron, and also did Tarman for him from Return of the Living Dead. Mm, oh, that's and right. Then, <laughs> so, there's a few things here and there that I've done, like actual likenesses of the things that other people made, but it's just it gets boring to me, I guess. Makes sense. So. I mean, once again, it's better to make your own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, which also you, you mentioned a little bit before is the making music videos. Like, mm-hmm. how often do you do something like that? Um, not as often as I'd like. <laughs> I'd like to do it a lot more. Now, is that uh, filming or are you just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so some stuff that we can see? Um, yeah, actually, my good friend Kevster, that's his Kevster Music Productions. So. Kevster Music Productions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I made a music video for him. The It has absolutely no point to the video. It was mostly just us shooting for fun. Uh-huh. So it's, you can find him on YouTube at Kevster. Okay. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Uh, what's the, what's the process like that? Eh. I mean, obviously, you said you were just shooting for fun, and yeah, you just it's... you just threw the music on under, underneath it, kind of thing, or um, did you have a, a plan? Did I had you... a song, one of his songs, to go with, and then we just kind of filmed a bunch of stuff, and then I edited to the music. So. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> that's uh, just it's another creative outlet that I'm I want to get better at. So I'm not <laughs> what... a professional filmmaker by any means. <laughs> <laughs> when was when was that that you made that? Um, maybe two years ago. Yeah. I think so. I think it's about time to go do another one then. Yeah. I'm actually working on another one right now. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Something, something, what kind of genre music? You don't have to tell us what it is. It's electronic music. Yeah. yeah, Maybe not, not like techno or anything, but just kind of electronic with hip hop beats and stuff like that. Something that you create, music you created? No, no. It's, uh, for my friend, Kevin, uh, some of his music, he, he always wants me to, well, he always asks me to try to come up with something, and I always invite the the challenge of coming up with something. So, but for the current music video that I'm working on, I've reached the limits of my computer, so I'm gonna have to, <laughs> have to get a new one. Oh, that makes sense. It's always got to do that. Now, do you see any um, crossover in what you create, sculpting wise, as to what you the ideas you come up with for making a video? Yes, actually, very and much so. Huh? Yeah, the one I'm working on, I actually. Uh, had downloaded some uh, 3D tracking software, and I took a picture of a face of one of my sculptures and superimposed it over myself. So <laughs> it looks kind of cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so I mean, I mean, same kind of dark overtones kind of thing, or yeah, like it's <laughs> creatures, obviously. And yeah. It's, uh, it, it would probably sound ridiculous if I tried to explain the video, but <laughs> oh no, you don't have to. We want we all want to watch it, so oh. you can you don't you don't have to explain it right now. But that's awesome. Like, what do you, when do you think that's going to be done? Um, I mean, this is hopefully within the next couple months. Okay, I was going to say this uh, podcast will probably come out at the a couple like three weeks from when right right now when oh, we're recording okay. it. So okay, uh, so. Probably a couple months after that. <laughs> like I said, I've reached the limits of my computer, so it keeps crashing when I'm doing the tracking and uh, stuff like that. So. That makes sense. Um, so, I mean, what what's what's the next step in 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 your art? Like, what what do you want to do next? Where do you want to go? 
Um, I'd say one thing that I really want to do is learn to do molding and casting so I can make uh, resin copies of my sculptures so I can either sell pre-painted wow. bust or sell kits for people to paint themselves. That'd be awesome. So, but that's, is that down the line? Hopefully sooner than later. Okay. Cause I, it's something I really want to learn how to do. And I'd like to be able to make my sculpting and just everything I do creative, turn it into uh, working for myself kind of job. So <laughs> do you ever like enter it into things or contests or anything like that? I haven't. Um, I did look into the local uh, art gallery right? and they have a year long waiting list. Really? Yeah. So, for this small town? Yes. So that is I incredible. Like, I would love to do that, but I don't know what I'm doing a year from now. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> Nobody does. So. What about the, the co-op? Oh, uh, is it the same? I, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I, um, I, I feel bad. I can't remember the lady's name that runs it. Uh, Leah Littlewood? I think so. Or Stephanie Littlewood. They're sisters. I think it's they're both there. Okay. Right? Well, one of the people there okay. <laughs> contacted me on Instagram to go, go down there, but I just haven't made it down. Ah. So. Well, that's, that's another thing. So yeah. you know, hopefully you get your, your art out there more. Obviously, this is, like I just said, it's a small town, so yeah. maybe you do better in a bigger town. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but uh, that's that's interesting. A year out. Yeah. That, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, because every time I've walked into the, the art gallery downtown, it's like, there's not much being displayed. No, not at all. So <laughs> you would think they would, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Unless, I don't know unless they lied to me, but... <laughs> I mean, I would hope they wouldn't, <laughs> but it, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. <laughs> Trying to make themselves feel a little more exclusive. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Comic-Con, the San Diego Comic-Con is like a five-year waiting list, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, that, yeah, that makes sense. And the phoenix comic-con where now it's called phoenix fan fusion i think mm. they have like a if you want to be a vendor you have to be it's like a year year and a half two years out like mm. kind of thing so yeah maybe i'll try to look into that <laughs> yeah i mean we we have a few local cons too you know yeah. you always do that i know like they always want people so that's awesome um someone that's starting out like you said, you you talk to other artists that are starting out like that. What what's the biggest piece of advice you can give them? Um, try to develop a creative confidence beyond what you're capable. Oh, <laughs> because it's just never think that I I don't know how to do this, so I'm not gonna try. You know, it's just push yourself and. Pretend you can. Yeah. <laughs> Until you can. <laughs> exactly. You know, a lot of people say that, you know, just pretend that you, you can do it and then you eventually are doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that makes, that makes complete sense. What's, what is the, what is the biggest surprise that you've had since, since starting this, since doing this? Um, surprise how? Like, in, in, in the process, like, is there mm -hmm. something you never thought you would come across when you were, when you were starting out the sculpt or, you know, or in, uh, I don't know, maybe even in the response to what you've created or... Uh, yeah, I'd say the response with the Frankenstein monster that I did. Yeah. That actually didn't get picked up or people didn't really start noticing until about two years after I posted it on you on yeah, on yeah YouTube. No. So, is that it, the best place to, to see is, uh, your stuff on YouTube since you, yeah. you make the videos with the music? Yeah, it probably is. But like in, in, in the, the process of making things... There was no surprises of, uh, you know, like, oh, if I do this, you know, this isn't going to work out that way kind of thing. Oh, or? yeah. Yeah, there's always uh, little creative revelations and 
things you learn along the way. So was what's well, then what's the, the the coolest revelation that you've come across? Like is there <laughs> like if I if I blend these two things together, it's gonna make a great color. It makes something pop. Or anything like that. I don't even know how to answer that. Yeah, that's, it's <laughs> there's so out much there. of it. <laughs> it's just, I guess the biggest revelation is realizing I could do it. No, <laughs> when I started. It, there so. you go. Once again, pretend you did until yeah. you get it right. Yeah. Fake you, it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the saying. I should have came up with that one. Uh, so what? What? What's the? What's? What's? What do you have planned for this weekend? What are you gonna this do? This weekend, I. I'm going to start working on concept for my next sculpture okay. as well as some music. Like I said, I was working on some music and even though I just got done saying I get bored doing things that already exist. I really want to do a uh, leather face. Oh, so I'm going to right. make him about 20 inches tall. So he's going to be a big one. <laughs> wow. 20 so, inch tall. <laughs> what's funny. The reason I want to do that is just because I want to make a little chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> So. Well, I think uh, after you should be doing an ash then, you know, like uh, Evil yeah. Dead, you just chainsaw arm. I mean, how yeah. difficult, how more complicated would that be? Um, I think Ash would be a little more difficult just because he has he doesn't have a mask on. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Actually, have to worry about the likeness and make it look <laughs> like. Him, so. uh, I mean, so Leatherface, you want to do it because of the chainsaw, but I assume it means you had a special place in your heart for texas chainsaw massacre um not really not necessarily no. wow i mean okay. i am a horror fan like uh-huh. a huge horror fan but I, when it comes to the i guess the scarier side of stuff it's always the creatures that i like the most so but i don't discriminate against uh horror, <laughs> against horror slashers figures. yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, uh the godzilla movie that's coming out is that, is that something you're looking forward to it is yeah what's the the next one's what king of the monsters i believe so and then the one after that is Kong versus Godzilla. I heard about that. So, I didn't know if that was real or not. No, that's a real thing. <laughs> it's crazy. They've they've definitely connected those two universes now. Huh. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, right now we're in the the middle of movies where you know IP is coming back, mm-hmm. like old IP is being remade and stuff like that. So um, it's interesting to see what people think of remakes and reboots and stuff like that. How do you feel about remakes and reboots? You, you rather just go watch the old stuff or? I'd rather watch something new and original. <laughs> Just get rid of the reboots anyways. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it was great for a while because it was kind of a, I guess, a Hollywood trendy thing to remake stuff. But <laughs> yeah. I think everybody's getting kind of sick of it. I know I am. But there have been great, great remakes. I mean, I love the new It movie. It was, oh, I thought it, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> the new It movie was great. And then we got the, the sequel coming out here. I think, which, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I liked the, the first chapter or chapter one as they're calling it now, but... I think the chapter two is going to be great with the the older kids and stuff mm, yeah. like that. So yeah, I was really happy they decided to make it go that way. With split it up into yeah, two. Yeah, split it up. Do you, do you remember watching the old made for TV movie? I didn't watch it as a kid. No, honestly. no, I didn't see it till I don't know, maybe my mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a sheltered child, so that's probably where my extreme interest in monsters and stuff comes from. Because <laughs> I never got to have it as a kid. <laughs> makes absolute sense. Um, so. With uh, uh, the the watching the original and what which the sculpture that you made was that yeah that was based off of the new one is the new one yeah Bill Skarsgård okay mm-hmm. was uh, there was there something about that design that you liked better than the the Tim Curry one yeah I just thought it looked a lot creepier and it's 
I wanted to make a clown suit. So I, <laughs> 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 a lot of times there's just one thing on a sculpture that I want to make. So I make the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that makes absolute sense. You just can't, you can't just sit there and make just the clown suit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, how, how, how difficult was that then to yeah, make? It was, it was the, pretty difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It, because the sculpture, it stands it's a statue, basically. It's, you know, it's not like a doll. You can't put its clothes on. So. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, I actually had to make the clothes on it. So, <laughs> so. so how, how much research did you do into the image uh, or the, the what what that Pennywise looked like before you started? As much as I possibly could, because um, I actually made that sculpture before the movie ever came out. So there's very few Ooh, pictures right. of Pennywise. So, yeah, once the movie came out and I watched it, I was like, there's something wrong there. <laughs> so that's that's one of the sculptures I've gone back to uh, ah, okay. start working on. That, so that makes sense. There's a few things i got to fix on it. Um, that's, is, uh, is there something with your art that you'd like to accomplish? Um, I think... I suppose one of the things I want to accomplish is to kind of pick up where Todd McFarlane dropped the ball. Because back in the day, that was another huge inspiration for me was his like Tortured Souls series and mm-hmm. the, the, the Twisted Land of Oz and oh, okay. all those things. I love those. Those were so original. They all, they're a line of toys that had uh, stories to them. And, you know, they, they were very original. And now I think the only thing he does is halo and sports figures so, <laughs> he does make a lot of sports figures yeah that's, that's right i guess that's just where his where his money's coming from so yeah um i actually have the um tortured soul series two, all signed by clive barker so i was gonna say that's the one that's clive barker right mm-hmm. yeah okay that makes yeah. sense all signed by him yeah the full set did you like I take him to a con i didn't personally get it signed by uh, okay him. <laughs> when i saw him for sale at the comic-con in san diego i was like sold <laughs> these are mine yeah. <laughs> that's awesome like how, how many is that in the collection i believe six six yeah there should be six figures so and, and do you do you draw inspiration from those or uh, yeah because i when those came out i think it i'm trying to remember when they came out maybe early 2000s so yeah i since no way my parents would let me own the Tortured Soul series <laughs> as a 10 or 11 year old or however old it was when they came out, I would always go to Tom McFarlane's website and stare at him on there. So. Were, you, were you a comic book person too? Um, yeah, that was another thing I was sheltered from. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? Yeah. There was too much violence in comic books, so I didn't get to... Oh, especially Todd McFarlane once. Yeah, Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> I would look at him as much as I could when I would go to Walmart or wherever we could. But And as an adult? <laughs> Not so much. Not it's so just, much because it wasn't part of your childhood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, but <laughs> I create my own. <laughs> do you do you do you play an instrument? No. What? Do you play an instrument? Yeah, I play guitar and bass. Yeah. Oh. So, do you incorporate that a lot when you're you're making your music? Do you do your own guitar and stuff, or not as much as I'd like to? Because it's just it's as a musician, it gets really frustrating not getting the perfect sound out of your instrument when you record it so a lot of times i'll just resort to using GarageBand, making my own stuff on there so how's that do you just throw in what notes you want and the garage band plays the plays that instrument kind of thing or Uh, there's a lot of synthesized instruments and stuff like that so okay garage band for being a free program is surprisingly (laughs) amazing there's thousands of sounds though 
is um is is when you're when you already know how to play one instrument and you're you're composing something uh using GarageBand or whatever do you do you think about it in terms of of uh guitar or do you think about it in terms of something else yeah i, I do because there's certain patterns that i have memorized when i play guitar like scales and stuff like that so i kind of automatically see those patterns in my head when i'm making stuff on the keyboard so and like the computer keyboard i don't have an actual keyboard <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense because <laughs> you know in movies and stuff when you receive people who are sitting around trying to write a song there's someone always at a at a, at a piano and they're playing that, even though in the rest of the movie they're either singing or you know playing guitar or saxophone or something. It's yeah. like, I don't know if that's the way people use one central instrument to try and figure out the rest of the song. I think that's just Hollywood. This Hollywood way of storytelling, you know. <laughs> hey, and that makes sense because I don't know anything about music, so yeah. I, I I couldn't I wouldn't know. But um, that's you know that's it's it's incredible like. I always wondered about people that make a visual art like that. Do you do you feel like you see the world in a different way than everybody else? Um, I don't know. You don't know. I <laughs> yeah. mean, yeah, obviously you wouldn't. Um, yeah. But do you? I mean, do you just have a feeling? Do you? I think the things that just visually stimulate me are a lot darker and stranger than everybody else, or not everybody else. There's I'm not completely unique, but I, I mean, obviously you are. I mean, that, 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 <laughs> what you've made is pretty, pretty awesome. So, yeah, it's, I, a lot of people think that I'm like real dark and creepy and gothic or something. I'm not, I'm like, I'm a really happy person. And I, honestly, the monsters the, make me happy. I was so. going to say the first time I saw one of the, the videos of your stuff, it's like, it's the same guy I've met before. <laughs> like I had to keep looking. It's like, yeah, that's Dale. I've met Dale. I, not something I would think comes from him, but that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's not like a dark side or anything. It's just just my style of art, I guess. Just what you like. Yeah, just what you like. That's awesome. Like the first time that I I think we met, hung out was you know, we went. I I got invited to come over to your place and watch uh, that Thanksgiving movie, that Thanksgiving <laughs> horror movie. Is it Thanksgiving? Yes. Man, that was that was interesting. Yeah, that was something. Yeah, <laughs> um, is that is that something that you like? Do you like watching bad movies like that? No, or? I really don't. <laughs> I think that was uh, Aaron's way of torturing us. <laughs> I could, I could. I was gonna say the next time I came over to your place is we watched that RoboCop movie that was made by everybody kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah. So like every scene yeah. was filmed by a different set of people. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, no, I, I kind of have one set, one idea of who you are by just this, uh, but obviously okay. it's something different. Oh yeah, it's no. A lot of times, um, even if there is a good movie with bad cinematography, I won't watch it. Oh wow! <laughs> I really like it's that's goes back to me just being a very visual person. I just it's got to be it's got to look good. Mm-hmm. If there's even some crap movies that have good cinematography that I'll sit through. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that there's there's I think that happens more often than the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, what so what what's something that is your favorite movie? What do you have a favorite movie? Um, that's a that's a very big list. <laughs> I think <laughs> something more recent. I don't know. <laughs> I think one of the, one of my favorite movies, which is 
probably completely unexpected would be Treasure Island from 1990 with uh, Christian Bale. And I don't think I know this. Really? It's Christian Bale's Treasure Christ- Island. Yeah, Christian Bale played uh, Jim Hawkins. And then it had uh, Charlton Heston and Christopher Lee. Wow. Oliver Reed. This is a great movie. It was actually directed by Christopher... Uh, not Christopher. Uh, Charlton Heston's son, Fraser Heston. Oh, wow. So, and Maybe I was too stuck with the Muppet Treasure Island. That's oh, all I could think about. But it's like, <laughs> no, Christian Bale. That's I don't yeah. have to look this up. I don't remember this it's, movie at all. It's really good, man. That's if you like pirate movies, that to me is the most most piratey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a word. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Today. Is, that, is that a is, is is that a thing you like? You're a big pirate person. I am, and actually, <laughs> the Pennywise sculpture was gonna be a pirate. Was it? Yes. <laughs> and uh, I saw the trailer for it uh-huh. while I was working on that armature for the pirate, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do Pennywise instead. <laughs> so I still am working on a. I want to do a full set of like at least six or seven pirates all standing together. So that's gonna be a big project someday in the future. <laughs> so what about like would you would you make a, a boat for them to be on, or is it, are you no, just I'm a figure not. person? Yeah, it would just be I don't know. I just imagine them all standing in a group on a a dock or something. So. Mm. <laughs> would you make a dock? Um, I would make the base that they're standing on kind of look like wood planks uh, or something. Okay. So. So it, in in the base that you usually make it, you said it's, it's usually like a wood block or something like that. Do you? Yeah. It's a, uh, do you add details to that too? I have sometimes. A lot of times, I'll just paint it. As a, I don't get too into which I probably should just for the practice, but I don't really get too into making a elaborate base for the sculptures. As I kind of make it, I don't want the base to necessarily distract from the sculpture. Is kind of no, oh. just a sculpture itself, though. So. Is it is it is it permanently attached to the base? Um, some of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them you can remove, but at the same time, it's not a super sturdy clay, so you risk uh, cracking it and stuff. So once you once you once you uh, you because you said you can bake it. Mm-hmm. Once you bake it, does it become more sturdy? Is it um, just as fragile? Well, before you bake it, it's kind of gummy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, but once you bake it, if you bake it in uh, slowly in steps, it'll get pretty solid. And especially after you bake it, um, there's some sculptures I have that a couple of years ago, they were still kind of brittle after I baked it, but just sitting on a shelf, they've gotten almost rock solid. So <laughs> I have a lot to learn about the clay. <laughs> <laughs> after all this time, you still got a lot to learn about it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and is there anything else that you love to geek out about? Like, is there just the thing that you you see a commercial for you hear a song and you're just like yeah i need that i need more of that um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just you're more of a just go with the flow kind of guy aren't you i am actually <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i don't no predetermined agendas or anything <laughs> just no i guess not take what comes to you that, that's totally cool um how about you uh, give out some of your social media for people wanting to find you and look at your stuff more? Okay. Um, well, my YouTube channel is Technicus Street Studios. What's the What's the origin behind that? Uh, so <laughs> it's kind of dumb, but uh, I'm trying to remember how long ago it was. Now it had to be at least ten years ago. Okay. Uh, I wanted to come up with a name for my artwork, and at that time, it was really before I got into sculpting. It was just my drawings and stuff. 
And uh, I couldn't think of anything cool. So I was like, well, Latin versions of words always sound cool. So I looked up art and technicus was a word for an artist of many art forms. Oh. <laughs> but I've looked it up since then and I can't find it. <laughs> Anywhere that that was the so that was it, the may definition. Mean, it may actually mean something else. Who knows? But uh, and then street, you just because you were um that came from uh one of my friends uh Crockett. I think you know him. Yeah. Um, we were at the time we were working on a graphic novel, and this is before he uh got busy with life. Uh, <laughs> it but usually we were, happens. Yeah, and he wanted to start a graphic novel company called streetlight something and i had the word technica so we just kind of matched together and oh. came up with technica street so i told him whenever whenever he wants to come back we can work on graphic novel we'll finish it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so technica street on youtube yeah uh, technica street studios studios on YouTube. okay and then instagram is technicus underscore street and that's the best way to to get a hold of you on those two yeah like you, mm-hmm. if people message you on youtube or on instagram they, that's a yeah, that's a thing. I'm not probably not going to respond too well on Facebook. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not. It's okay. Facebook, Facebook can go away. Yeah. It's, it's fine. If I didn't have to use it for this, I wouldn't have one. Uh, which is great. Sure, that's a thing. <laughs> um, how often do you post on your Instagram? Uh, not very often. Oh, I, I do want to post a lot more, but I also don't want to. Excuse me. I don't want to force myself because it is, I don't know, forced artwork and stuff like that. It just doesn't yeah. feel the same to me, I guess. So I just try to do it at my own pace. And when I have more time to start posting stuff, I do. So. And uh, are you going to, I know you said that the music video you already did was on Kevster. Yeah, on his uh, um, YouTube channel. Will you also post it on your YouTube channel? Um, the one I'm working on now, I will. Um uh, that was kind of the one previously did. That was kind of exclusive for his YouTube channel. So, mm. if you want to talk to me, I am on Twitter as at Michipedia GEM. GEM is Geek Elite Media because we are now Geek Elite Media. Uh, or if you want to find out, if you want to talk to anybody else at Geek Elite Media, it's at Geek Elite Media on on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page, which. Obviously, you just heard me talk about talk about praising so much. I mean, we do a lot on there. I'm just saying, I wish we didn't have to. Um, and then our website is geekleapmedia.com, where you can check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Leap Media Network. But until next time, this is Hey Mitch on the Geek Leap Media Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. Hey, this is John from Geek Elite Media, and this podcast is being brought to you by Cuts by Candace. Candace Gist is a hairstylist that will work with you to get the right look. She uses her 18 years of experience to understand my needs and is the only one that comes near my hair. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of March 2019, and you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candace on Facebook and Cuts by Candace 3 on Instagram and start looking the best you you can.